0: hello and welcome to another episode of mixed blessing we have been examining the impact of racism on africans in ireland that have decided to have relationship with people outside of their race it could be irish it could be non-irish as we know in ireland there's such a mixture of europeans and non-europeans but we're looking specifically at the relationship with Africans and European counterpart, especially the Irish. We're going to look at the legal side and we're hoping that, we're not hoping, I know that Lasanne has the experience to give us more insight because of his position and what he has experienced in dealing with people who have decided to be legally joined together on a partnership, and he's going to share his experience with us. So, let me give you a little bit about Lassan. Lassan is just not just an amazing person. Let me see. Lassan is originally from Burkina Faso, a former refugee and now an Irish citizen. Among his numerous qualifications, he has a BA honours in international relations from Dublin City University, that's DCU, and works in Trinity College as an executive officer. Now, Lasan is the former chairperson and the board of director of the African Solidarity Centre in Ireland. He is also a devoted human rights, global, and social justice campaigner with the field of expertise on migration, asylum, and refugees issues, and in community development participation. Now, Lasan was among the first activists against the direct provision system in Ireland, finding his finding and formally coordinated the nationwide campaign in 2013 and direct provision system. Now, that was such a huge campaign, and I believe it was very successful, but obviously they're still working through. He has also worked in numerous NGOs since coming to Ireland, from his native Burkina Faso, including Human Rights and Anti-Racism Network, Irish Refugee Council, Sports Against Racism in Ireland, and advocated for migrants, asylum seekers, and refugees' right to the end, to end direct provision system. Now, he has such a wide, extensive experience. And if I continue, we may not be able to get any of his answers. So I'm going to stop there and welcome him to the platform, which he started right at the beginning when we dealt with the first podcast series, which was Racism in Israel in Ireland. And since then, we went to Mind the Cap. And now we're looking at what happens when Africans join in relationship with Irish, European counterpart. What do they experience? What's the impact of racism? Thank you, Lassam. You're welcome. And we're looking forward to all that you have to say to us.
1: Thank you very much, Mary. And thanks for, for, for having me. It's a great pleasure.
0: Now, I want to start first of all. In 1958, one Mr. Richard Loving, white, and his wife, Mildred, black, they were arrested for being married. In 1967, the United States permitted marriage of different races. In Ireland, it has come a long way, and we've experienced all manner of issues concerning children from mixed race. Now, come down to 2023, things seem to be a lot easier, we like to think. Can you give us your experience as the chairperson of the African Solidarity Center and what you've worked concerning people, Africans who've engaged in mixed relationships?
1: Yeah Yeah, Mary. My to come into that it's uh, probably uh, one of the most uh, you know concerning failed to say why? Because uh, personally, I had the privilege to work with people who were mixed race people who are into mixed race, marriage, um, dealing with children. And it has been, you know, on my experience, um, lovely to to, to share my time with people who really uh, did not see the race or the skin of the color as a problem, but people who were into those relationship Based on love and decency, because they they, they met, they, they 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 had feeling for each other, they enjoyed uh, time, and they they, they 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 either got into a, a partnership or, or relationship, you might call it, or even got married and had children and they were enjoying life. But however, as you mentioned it, as a society, we do have um, a lot of issues and challenges we our own cycles and that's where problem comes when it is come to those kind of uh, uh, the issues that you raise in term of racism and discrimination and so on but in fact it's because as people as a community we don't really uh, uh, respect you know our own uh, uh, wishes and, and rules but also what govern has in term uh, as European um, if you read the, the European um mission, uh, human rights article 12 it, it's, it, it made it clearly that men and women of marriage uh, age have the right to marry and to found a family according to the national laws uh, govern the, the exercise of this of this right of the article 12 which means either you are Irish you are non Irish you are African is European, um, uh, Bangladeshi, Indian—you have that right to to to, to be able to form a family. So, however, um, a lot of difficulties transpires on 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 on, on the environment issues, where um, some families get rejected, some f- children face challenges, uh, even completely got uh, get on loss and what part of the society they belong. Um, in terms of cultural belief, and in, in terms of uh, uh, you know originality, where, where you know some some get caught in between the middle because not because of the the the, 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 the wishes or willing, but because of how they've been judged, portrayed. So this is what I can probably say. But uh, along uh, with the interview, uh, yeah, I'm happy to answer a specific question uh, to that accent.
0: Um, right now. As I said before, it was a difficult situation, but it seems as if the, the younger people now in Ireland, um, we are seeing more mixed marriages, we're seeing more mixed partnership, and um, Africans are engaging in interracial relationships. Now, as part of your experience working with them from the African Ca- Centre and working through direct provision us, you know, the campaign to have a better life for them. What did you find This that was the problem that those who engaged in mixed relationship were facing after they arrived in Ireland?
1: Uh, Mary, like I, I, I said it earlier on, um, when you look at uh, the younger generation today, they don't really have that kind of 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 judgmentalism uh, or stereotyping they 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 have vision they have you know uh ambition and they, they they are determined to 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 living a happy life to to living to to founding a relationship that they will enjoy they don't look at the environment that is around them maybe that was the the the, the issues of probably the their parents or their grandparents um feeling that uh, one side is rejecting another one so that's why you you see that today uh, that is a reality and um like i said to you at the um, european convention of human rights uh, article 12 it is clearly um a, a statement that fulfill everyone um, right to to to, to 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 family life and to enjoying life so if everyone has the right to marry and to have a family the exercise of that right is closely like what they said linked to or uh, uh, with the respect of uh, of private and, and family life pro- uh, that is protected again by the same uh, ECHR article 8 so therefore younger people um, don't really have time uh, to be to be lectured or to be dictated who who to go with and and what to do in their lives. However, like I said, this challenges of those marriage of those uh, difficulties is the environment. Either one family rejecting another family because of privileges or you know uh, stereotyping uh, that making it a bit difficult. Otherwise and um, um, article 12 uh, of the is see, HR is clearly and an, an, an fulfilling uh, uh, um, happiness of, 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 of life in, in term of marriage and it doesn't matter that, that uh, article 12 doesn't say you have to be African to enjoy that life or you have to be uh, white Irish to enjoy that life or you have to be white European to uh, enjoy that life it's about human rights um of 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 people uh, living within the continent and in Europe so yes i think a uh, younger generation are, are kind of getting well quite well uh, around it uh, compared to parents or, or grandparents
0: right so wh- i mean what would you perceive or what did you do you perceive yes of of those um who are involved in Biracial relationship, even the young ones. What do you see? I mean, do you experience any that anything that seems to that may make you feel as if look, we need to really see what we can do here. I'm thinking of what was on my mind is you said about the Article Twelve, which I understand. But is there anything that is opposing? I mean, it's one thing to be adamant and say I'm going to do this whether we like it or not. It's another thing to have an environment whereby you can actually enjoy and live a happy life within that marriage if the extension around you is still against your being together.
1: Um, Mary, I think you you, you mentioned something at at, at, um, at, at your intro there at the beginning because Yes, and as here as any uh, other countries, the mindset of those who are opposing usually will think that, or oh, maybe one of the other uh, uh, person is only getting married to the specifically to the white European uh, person for 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 interest or for purpose, like um, you mentioned, the sham marriage and so on which is was also a, a challenge here uh leading even to um you know the not to say the department of justice uh, uh, even setting up what they call used to call a task force to investigate uh, um, uh, those marriages before even they go ahead uh, when you if you were for example like uh, as me as an african wanting to marry an Irish woman or european woman in ireland uh, if we declare our intention to get married our file will be investigated by a task force because they believed probably as african i was getting married to a a, a european person to have a uh, benefit or facilities or, or, or to, to be allowed to stay in this country and and, and specifically those who will have been you know undocumented or going through the asylum system or immigration system will, will, will see the cases and uh, harshly uh, investigated before even they can even take and some of the the, the marriage will will be even rejected because there's they, so-called and uh, I, lo- I always quote it um uh, the culture of disbelief that is embedded in, in the Irish society um and, and mainly the elite so middle class or you know uh uh, 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 uh you know people who think that they they're above everyone else or they have privileges compared to others will want to point fingers to, to 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 those who are below there but look despite all these challenges i i in my experience um i've seen many wedding taking place who have taken place and it was based on decency and based based on love and in mutual you know uh, consent and, and and self-love that that that, that led to, to those to those wedding then the other challenge is always what I insist and emphasize as the environment. Who do we live with around us? Who are the people who are part of our uh, adults who get married into those mixed kind of relationship uh, environments? Grandparents, parents, neighbors, friends becomes also problematic because some people go beyond boundaries and and give themselves the right to judge other people or to have a say on how other people should live. That creates always difficulties and challenges and and, and mixed race uh, families. And and, and it affects a lot of children, uh, especially those who don't get hold into their choices and get broken. Family end up breaking up because of those pressure, those um, influence uh, and, and and unfortunately, if it appeared that there were already children in between them, after the family separation, it became become challenges, not only for the parents, but mainly for the children.
0: So what you're saying is that this task force, I just want to re-emphasize for the sake of the listeners, this task force that was set up to investigate whether it was true love or not, whether it was to try to get the papers, they had the right. Were they doing that to others? Is it just African marriages that were involved in this task force, or was it? You know, if 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 the Irish was marrying to you know Sweden, Swedish person, or from New Zealand, or from. You know, from Netherlands, Dutch people would would they also have that kind of investigation, or was it just targeting Africans because they feel you want to do this for papers? There's no way you could love this person. I, I just want to know whether you could remember some of the experiences you had with Ma- people who were for, who were investigated in that way, because I know it's, it could be quite intrusive.
1: Mary, to not cut thought that uh, task force at the time was purely shameful task force as i called it at the time because it was simply targeting undocumented people and not those who are you're you're, you're citing yeah and i had not heard that uh, a, a irish marrying to a french or german or or um, you know uh, danish or whatever would be under uh, investigation on that on that task force Thus, that task force was only there even though i cannot uh, say that it was only and uh, uh, dedicated to African marriage but it was mainly um, deaf to investigate uh, mo- mainly migrant in general and, and specifically undocumented people so it was shameful task force uh, I have no idea of what that task force became today but uh, it, it, it was purely uh, it's like how people were deported if I think if uh, there are some a mixed race a couple who are here us, who are willing to even give that the testimony to you i i might use this opportunity to call them to come forward and share the the, the experiences their family Irish women who who, who saw their the, the, their partners or husband being deported out of this country and leaving them with children with no with no fathers that had happened here I remember one of the last cases I dealt was in Limerick, where a, 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 an Irish woman uh, husband was was deported to Africa, leaving her where she she was even uh, almost about to give birth of that uh, 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 from, from, from that man. So it 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 I, I wouldn't say it it was for the, to, to investigate European, but mainly targeting migrant uh, undocumented, uh, specifically asylum seekers who had also the right on basis of that article twelve to enjoy family life, but never been you know respected
0: that's um is shocking um, and you know for for such a a woman now left to to cater for the child by herself and um I'm trying, trying to think what kind of intrusive way did they come in apart from before you could deport somebody, you have to have an investigation. What kind of investigation did they do to conduct such an awful, you know, yes, you've got to go, we don't care whether you've got a baby or not, we don't believe this is a proper marriage. What, how did they come to that conclusion? And was it challenged legally? And what was the result? of this time because you know it's a this dysfunct <laughs> task force now i don't know you 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 had more experience of this
1: some cases mary um partners have have engaged lawyers who vainly tried to stop deportation but and parents were were removed out of you know it's like even now talking to you Mary people don't talk about deportation right now it's like nothing happening but they had been I am aware of Many deportations that have been taking place uh, or or even threatened to to, people threatened to be removed which what we're talking about what investigation had been carried on before that happened nobody knows and um, I will be frankly speaking that I have no information of what level of investigation had been carried I remember being involved during COVID and one of the deportation which I I wouldn't mention the name directly here, and that person was all over the media because the Irish immigration, despite knowing that th- that person was still going through the process, was, you know, many military uh, removed uh, un- unprofessionally, uh, abandoned on, on 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 an airport outside uh, um, Europe, that where the person was stranded for many weeks, and despite trying to. To, to bring back that person they, they refuse categorically and it's after the personal removal that we are getting contradictory letter from the department uh, allowing him to complete his, his process and so on while he had already, already been removed without proper investigation so that person despite um had uh, having the right to 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 here at the time no longer be here because he can't afford to come and in the immigration won't, won't, won't spend any money to bring that person or back here if you if he was unlucky to have been in a relationship with a, an Irish mixed, an Irish woman or European woman and had children or whatsoever will be in, in, a, in a big mess and there are families like this I say well I'm not going to identify anybody who have found themselves into that terrible nightmare or wake-up calls of seeing their partners being removed out of Ireland without proper investigation without any opportunity given for them even to defend why they shouldn't be removed
0: wow so what do we learn from this what do we learn from from this situation as Africans but knowing that the second generation, our children that have grown up here, they, they will not, they are free to to marry and to do whatever they need to do without this kind of investigation or intrusion into their relationship.
1: Am I right? Yes, you, you are right. Um, uh, um, and, I, and I believe, uh, um, maybe I'm, I might be wrong, but I don't think the younger generation will be facing those one because most of the time, Um, I think younger generation uh, have gotten, uh, you know, a way out of those difficulties compared to parents or grandparents who have been, you know, going through migration system or going through, uh, you know, asylum system, uh, you know, being undocumented. So I, I, I hope and believe that the younger generation will not have to face the same nightmare as as the as parents or the older generation however it's my advice that whoever get into such relationship take all appropriate uh, measures and and do the right thing because the right to uh, uh, to marriage is a fundamental right and it's not a a a a, a so-called you know a uh, uh, privileged individual or uh, uh, institute to decide if you have have a right to marry or not it's a fundamental right it is embedded on the uh, the on, on our constitution and and, and the european convention on human rights and it is those coupled to you know asset the, the 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 requirement to make sure that they don't face Um, the the same, uh, you know, attitude or the same uh, challenges as others have faced before.
0: Right. And have um, the solicitors been successful in stopping any deportation of such marriages?
1: Uh, Rarely. Few, few, yes. But many the time somebody uh, had been taken to to custody or, uh, you know, uh, picked by the guardian to be deported, uh, you know, often time is too short. To challenge that because it involves probably uh you know rushing into court for, for injunction you know um having to get a judge to make a decision on either the person should be removed or not and you know you have one side which is the department of justice in charge of all these um you know deportation and so on having their 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 the, the own lawyers and barristers, you know or uh, based on, on 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 you know on inconsistencies argument on why the person has to be removed once you know for 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 to say for the the the, the applicant or the victim at the time i call it because when you've been brutalized by by a guardian to be deported you become a victim and 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 for you to get even a a a chance or time given for for your lawyers to challenge your deportation you 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 are already on the way out of the country or the continent it's difficult
0: right, so what would you then suggest to um the government about the impact on the on 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 our relationships when it comes to um this intrusion because I mean and, those those families are already split up and it's the children that have to grow up without their families here isn't that
1: yes really i i my my call as always I, I have always made it it was clearly that people should be given the opportunity to ruin it with their families and people should be given the, the opportunity and time to challenge deportation once they're in, in 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 mixed relationship or you know or whatsoever relationship there might be in it it doesn't matter if they were even in in a mixed relationship or not every relationship equal to any other relationship and must be fundamentally respected and, and and treated equally so for me everyone that had been under those scrutiny and 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 disproportionate you know removal of the country should be allowed to reunite it with their, their families second is that while we know this they, they don't speak about deportation and they don't give us figures of who to be deported and who to be removed out of the country, that they take diligent measures to make sure no one is removed with without proper investigation and given enough time to defend the, the, the removal or, or, or the protection out of the country because it, it has been breaking, you know, heartbreaking and in and, and, and destructive to families having to be splitted. Uh, in, 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 in the middle of the relationship and, and so on and leaving children we've not um, no parents around and their fathers around or, or, or mothers around which is completely uh, a shame there are people who got even legal marriage in Ireland who found their partners being removed out of Ireland simply because the, 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 they will have gotten married while one of the parents were still going through the asylum process hoping that uh, they will come out of the system be able to ruin it be, be able to have decent family life but got to re- removed out of the country so that needs to be considered by the go- government and specifically the Department of Justice in their treatment of how um, to, 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 to consider who to be removed and not to remove out of the island
0: Right. So if, if, if someone is a couple and they're having, mixed couple and they're having such a problem even now, so what would you, what would be, this is the last question, because we're coming towards the end. What would be your suggestion then? You brought up a very important part, because I, I personally didn't know how deep rooted this was in, in Ireland. Um, what would you say to those mixed couple?
1: M- Mary, my, my call is very clear. Make sure they don't sleep, they don't sit. On the here's when they know that one of the partner might be facing deportation or difficulties or removal out of ireland and not having the right to stay or the the, the legal documentation to be in ireland so get up find solicitors make sure they challenge any deportation or any difficulties they're facing uh, at at court at the court level or you know wherever they could go to make sure that their right is being respected and treated equally as any other citizen I, I i call them to not wait at the last minute because when things get you know de-
0: um, advice them to do
1: um yes um like i said um uh, toward the end my advice is that um, anyone who is aware that maybe the couple is facing difficulties of getting you know um recognized uh, uh uh having legal document to be in Ireland or might be facing a uh, deportation or removal at any stage need to quickly talk to lawyers and make sure they are legally represented to um, probably seek for injunction uh uh to stop any um, possible deportation of their partners while while they still have time and not wait till when the partner is being picked up by the Gadi or immigration to be deported, uh, then start running looking for a solution. No, it is, it's while they have time, while everything is still quiet, that they should work hard with legal uh, people, uh, lawyers, barristers, or you know, legal counselors to make sure that they, that they have uh, their partners have, has the right to to, to 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 stay in Ireland. So that will help. And if they have difficulties uh, um, of, of getting supported, it's also good that they think of talking to people um, like uh, ourselves, or uh, 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 maybe, um, you know, they're very amazing and good organization like the Arisophysic Council, uh, um, you know, Free Legal Aid and so on, um, which can advise them and orient them to, to lawyers who, 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 will, who will help them. So they should not uh, sit and on wait till the last minute before looking for a solution. No, the 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 emulation system is so critical that when when they come to take action, it's difficult to 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 get away with it. So better find alternative solution now while things are quiet. That's right. my advice to everyone.
0: Right. Now, I just want to, I really thank you for that because it's really, because we are still going to be having people coming in as refugees, as asylum seekers yeah. into Ireland, even though they're saying no more, no more. We already established from your conversation that the young people, they're not going to have this problem because they grew up here. They have that entitlement anyway. But for those who are still coming, and they can't fall in love with um, non-Irish. So this is what you're advising those who had gone ahead of us and those who may actually be coming and they find themselves in a relationship with um, Irish or European, that they should seek this legal advice. The African Solidarity Centre w- would help them and um, the, the Immigration Council of Ireland. Are those two to watch out for? So, is this not institutional racism then, that we as Africans are not allowed to fall in love unless we're investigated?
1: Mary, you 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 just call it by the right word. It's institutional racism. It's a structural system that is been embedded on the on the Irish system for for, for 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 centuries, not even to say for decades. Not say centuries because you know, um, in my lifetime in Ireland. That had already been my challenge and my problem and again as Africans, we had never been uh, or, or migrant we had never been made part of the decision making that we had never been consulted ask our opinions so why is it that decision taken that will affect all of us uh, are taken at our back and we never been consulted while if you look at um the irish um you know uh, uh system itself we look at the the department of of, of you know of uh, expenditure and and guidelines M- most of the decision that should affect our life should be widely consulted or you know an open consultation should be should, should be carried out um to to seek our views and opinions before policies have been made but we've never been consulted why is that it's what you said structural systemic and endemic racism that we are, we, we, we've been subjected to and that has to change for example I, I, if, if if you allow me even to say this um compare I, I have no data recollection yet but it can be looked on on, 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 on online on on an census that was carried in the, in, in the united kingdom in 2001 uh, when it comes to, to to mixed race uh, and ethnicity uh, uh of children who were under 16 they would have found that and um, you know both parents were, were either married or who are beaten parents and most of the children uh, um you know in mixed uh, mixed couple household were living with with both biological parents we saw around like 87 percent at the time they did the the, the, the you know the, the survey or the consultation the census and if you look at at that portion of uh, of 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 data given from from 2001 census mixed couple families uh also had like kind of a middle class dimension and they had like over a third of, of, of those who were professional uh, middle manager which was uh, around over 30 35 percent and uh, nearly uh, like another third ter- uh of, of those who, who were working uh, in order like a manual uh, or, or, or occupation, well, also the same percentage And if you look at
0: the,
1: you know, the the the, the data given, the proportion were well qualified and wanted, uh, uh, uh had a, at least one first degree or equivalent and and professional qualification. They 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 they, they had that kind of uh, um, their own houses and 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 most own cars and so on, which to tell you that. These people are people who are well, you know, you know, qualified, smart, and contributing to the to, to not economic, but to all aspects of life in, in, in the UK at the time. And it's the same in Ireland. So if we don't take into consideration what this makes race or makes, you know, race children or, or parents are bringing to our society, it, it it it's, it's really a, you know it's disappointing um, to 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 say that it's it's a missed opportunity to treat those who also contribute to our you know to to, to better life and, and, and our society uh, differently and, and and making them feel like they, they they don't belong here and they belong here the sense of belonging is, is something that the Irish society uh, the Irish authorities and government need to to consider because um, you know. Uh, if, if you ask some of the, 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 the Irish mixed couple, and particularly the children, one of the things that is also a challenging for them is the sense of where, they, where do they belong? Are they Irish? Are they European? Are they African or Asian or Indian? They, they, they get caught in, in the middle. And it's how that systemic racism, structural racism, endemic racism, is treating, treating, treating them and all of us. So
0: that has to change. All right, so we call on the government to, to look at this again, because there will always be refugees. Um, I know that in UK they're asking them to deport them to Rwanda, but um, in Ireland we have obviously um, since just towards the end of last year we've had a lot of we don't want no more, we can't cope with any more. And obviously we know they're referring to the... the um, those who are from afghan from africa from you know non-eu and they are the ones that they're very much against because ukrainians still have to come here and i have nothing wrong with that but um i can imagine what the impact of that is when you feel that you're not wanted in a country that um had promised you refuge according to united nations you're allowed to seek refuge in that country but they say we don't want any more so how then can you fall in love? <laughs> Do you <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> How can you then fall in love? So our love is is limited, in 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 very that sense, many. isn't it?
1: Yeah, very true. I totally agree with you on that that statement. So, uh, but hopefully, um the Irish government will hear our call. Uh, hopefully, those who are into uh mixed relationships uh, will 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 wake up and don't uh, sleep on the heels so to to be facing those challenges at the last minute and hopefully uh you know the younger generation will uh, you know stand up to make sure that their parents and and and, and those who might have been you know uh put under those stress um get 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 away with and 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 get uh, at least um the credit of being you know um treated right uh, and with the same uh, equal opportunity and same rights, based on the, the every constitution uh, as the, the the European Convention of Human Rights.
0: Right. Thank you so much, Lassan. It has been such an eye opener because um, there's the there's the, you know, individually. That. Your families, as you said, that may not want, to be, want you to be involved with other races because obviously they understand what could happen. That doesn't justify them. You can't stop love. And then there's the other side who may not see you as being worthy to marry their family. But then the structure one I think is the most damaging because they literally separate you by the law exactly do you see the difference i, I hope you couldn't understand what i'm saying there's a difference with the families on both sides saying we don't want you to get married you know we can deal with that because yeah. love kind of overrules all ground and there are many um situation whereby i i think anyway the more a family says you can't make it the more the couple is determined to make it but exactly. when you have something that you've pointed out which is really and i must um, get more information get some from When it's the structural side of things, and I think this is what we don't realize as Africans, or you you do, you do, because you've said it, as Africans that it is those legal structures that have damaged the Africans trying to make a life in Ireland, whether it's work, whether it's this, but this side we're talking about interracial relationship, and you've said how they've deported someone that's pregnant, (laughs) ready to give birth, and you still have no empathy because the structure says this is what must happen. And you investigate, you, you're very intrusive to to their relationship, believing that it's not possible to, to love someone. And only the only reason you could get married is because you want your papers. And I think that's very intrusive. That's very um, damaging, degrading, dehumanizing. And I'm glad you pulled that up because then we have something to work on
1: very true mary i totally agree with you on that and um like you said rightly um you know those structural uh, system are very damaging and again my always question is who are the people who made those policies and who participated at those policies that affect all of us there is a need of visiting those policies and reorganizing proper consultation to discuss about them and to you know properly address them before they can even be enforced again because they are not workable they are destroying families they're destroying lives they are putting children you know at you know it's a situation where they will have had they say they would have said something different that will solve their problem than having to live with problem that a system had created leaving them for, for, for the rest of their, of their life?
0: All right. Now on the last note, because you did mention, thank you so much, Lasan, you really I, I love speaking to you. There's so much experience and wealth of knowledge there. Now, Lassan, you said lack of representation earlier on. How could we as Africans I mean, maybe I'm asking you the obvious. Get into those spaces where we can, I know we're having more council, we can be involved in the lawmaking table, not just to hear the agenda, but to actually be partakers. That we can sit down. I mean, if you look at the, um, I mean, um, if you look now in in England, I see Kemi. (laughs) I see people taking positions in. In, in the British Parliament. Do you understand um, what I'm saying? Where laws can yes. be, doesn't necessarily mean they have to be for you, but just even having that representation that could change the conversation in, in, that they're trying to do to make people consider other things. Um, do you see that, how can we get into that those spaces? We need more of us, it's not enough, definitely.
1: Ma- Mary, very good um, point um, I'm going to make on that. We always, you know, saying and sang of nothing about us without us, which is one of the uh, even, you know, uh, uh, the agenda of the African Union uh, uh, 2063 30, and um, working toward making sure that everyone is part of what affects them. But unfortunately, in Ireland, despite our call multiple and numerous call for african migrant to get up and do the right thing some of the people are not really coming forward and this is the disappointing side and my call again is to make sure for example we are already uh, at a few months uh, before the you know election on uh, 2024 coming and my call is that african and migrant should be more and actively involved in the local communities they should get registered on the voting list they should come strongly and stand for local election and and even those who are qualified for eu election come forward we never know what happens again you pointed it out there we have very amazing and good exemplary uh, counselors um who have been really working hard and you know representing hearts uh, on, on uh, doing greats and it's, it is it is, and I'm so proud of all of them but that is just the beginning we need more and more and more representation and we won't have that those representation uh, if we don't come forward and stand for elections you no know, register to vote who do I want to vote and making sure that you know our voice is not um, um, represented, but heard from ourselves. you know, because when we let other people speak or represent us, then their voice become ours. But we want to be visible. We want to be present. We want to have a say. And to have that, it to encourage everybody to come forward. First, make sure that you have your list, your name on the register uh, vote voting registers uh, or wherever you live make sure you know who are your local representative and who is standing to represent you come forward and contest even that represent those representation of who might be representing you wrongly and vote those you really want them to be your representative that's how we will be more visible where we'll have a say where our voices will be heard that's my advice to our community and to all migrants in general
0: thank you and to the young people what would you say to the young people who are crossing barriers this
1: message is to mainly them my mary the the time is 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 their own this the time is theirs they have to you know come forward it's the, the the call is mainly the younger generation they need to stand up and take the platform, and take spaces, and be visible and represent themselves, and not let themselves being represented. It's. I will say. Maybe. Some people will wonder why, am I talking about revolution? But yes, we can make revolution within the democratic platform to make sure we have radical changes that represents represent us at you know every level rightly from whom we are so the younger generation that i'm calling now we have you know trending you know and 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 you know uh, driving a group like uh, black and irish you have um, uh, I, I am irish you have uh, you know a uh, lot of organization groups that are now doing well You yeah, have a lot of young talent within the African professional networks you have a lot of young organizations who are doing ro- good they need to encourage themselves they need to start doing the right thing by becoming visible and they won't be visible if somebody speak on their behalf they have to come forward themselves
0: Thank you so much Lason. You are once again motivated us to say yes. It is up to us Thank you. to make these changes and the ball lies in the court of the young. They have the vision. Even the older ones still can still go forth, but unless we get involved with the stru- law-making structure changes, we're going to have no changes. But I'm sure with people like you leading the charge we will surely get there. Thank you so much for being part of this.
1: It's needed right now, Mary, and not to wait for another year, two or five, ten years. It's it's,
0: it's needed, now. Now.
1: It's needed now. now. It's needed now. Thank,
0: thank you very much. much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Have You're a good welcome. have a
1: good day. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mary. Thank thank
0: much. I want to thank San Quadrego, the outgoing chairperson of the African Solidarity Centre. An activist for the cause of migrants and Africans in Ireland. And an executive officer in the Connect Centre in Ireland. I want to thank you, the listeners, for taking time to listen to this podcast. Please join me next time when I'm in conversation with Noor Mohammed, a merchandiser working hard to provide for his family. See you then.